0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Gary V Audio Experience. Once again, I'm Jacob from Team Gary, and today we have an awesome episode for you. Gary sits down with Matt Higgins to discuss his new book, Burn the Boats. The link is in the description. Burntheboatsbook.com. We really hope you enjoy this episode. If you did, drop your feedback in the Spotify comment section down below. Make sure you join his Discord to stay up to date on all things V Friends, and we'll see you in the
1: next one. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. All right, Vayner Nation, one of the most exciting podcasts that I could possibly put out because of a couple of reasons. One, Matt Higgins is a cult-like figure in the Vayner world because he's been a backer of me for a long time. He used to be the president of the Jets. There, you just search Matt Higgins, Gary Vaynerchuk. There's plenty of content if you want to go that path or I'm sure after this, we will go that that path. Matt, him, individually, outside of the connection point that we have where Matt and Steve Ross are our partners in the VaynerX world and now Vayner Watts and things of that nature, Matt himself, has gotten a lot of heat because he's one of the few humans who's ever been a shark on Shark Tank and he's done that world. But I've known Matt for a very long time and this project that he's on now, his new book, um, A, because I went through that journey and we have similarities, we have differences, but I, I know that part. But I also know the tireless efforts and work ethic and passion and giving a shit and he's a little more meticulous than I am so probably every word on this page and the I know the cover journey like this man put more effort into this cover than I put into VaynerMedia like and so I think this should be a great interview for a lot of reasons most of all because I love him so that my subconscious energy is going to deliver two I know that this audience buys books like crazy which is why all sorts of fancy people who otherwise wouldn't want to talk to me are always asking to be on the podcast because the number don't lie and all the PR people know that. So I'm excited about that because that means a lot of people are about to um, get this book and check it out and, and honestly, you know, I always say this, the books that I always co-sign, I've never read because I can't read books. I don't have that capacity or capability. Can you make
0: this the inaugural book?
1: Nope. Okay, I, cool. Am I gonna go on a vacation? The only time I can is when I go on like vacation and like, I, But but I always go by the person. Do I believe in the person, and do I think the person mailed it in because they just want it, or they went there? I know you went there, and so it's really nice to have you on the show.
0: Well, thank you. Amazing. I, no, and by the way, I know you won't, because when I said, do you want to see the excerpt about yourself, you said no. Yeah, even, so,
1: like, even, <laughs> does
0: think about this. I was like, but even I'm writing some, like, piece.
1: intimate stuff. Yes. You're like, no, I'm cool. I'm like, I trust you. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, tell everybody what the book's about. Okay. Let's go there first. Yeah. So, so uh, it's
0: most simple version. It's all about why do we hesitate? Um, I've been obsessed with this topic. Generally, I've dealt with anxiety and all the issues that people have been listening to have dealt with. But when I went on the set of shark tank and here I am a grown man, right. And, you know, arguably deserve to be there. And right before I went on the night before I had a complete meltdown. Really freaked out. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Like, well, you know, I'd rather let the tape do the talking, but the reality is the tape doesn't reflect what really happened. You had
1: imposter syndrome. You weren't sure how you would pop on TV. You didn't want to, you didn't want to be like, bad at it. Well, it was like
0: one of those moments like, why am I bothering? First of all, it's really uncomfortable. It's full of risk. You can underperform. Of course, these things didn't really materialize, right? We tend to amplify these risks. But the night before, I had been up for two days. I'm in the hotel room and my wife, Sarah, you know, it's five in the morning. She's like, you know, okay, baby, are you ready to do it? I was like, I haven't slept. Wow. It got so bad that I said, honey, I have an idea. I'm going to tell them I had bad salmon in the hotel. Rohan Oza is lives right. nearby. I'm going to call Rohan and get him to fill really, in for me. really, thought that. I really thought that. You know, uh, embarrassing to admit it, but she's like, take a shower, pull yourself together. I went in the shower. Well,
1: listen, because yeah. I actually want this podcast to bring a ton of value. Yeah. And I think I'm going to go somewhere that I think has a chance to really bring value. By the
0: way, wasn't sure I was going to bring this up now. And now I'm like, should, should I mention that? But go ahead.
1: You were a real business person in a big organization with lots of things going on. Was it more about what it was gonna do to your real life business than you were gonna be like not good on TV?
0: It was all of that. It It was was a mix of was It was the the haters that were gonna receive it pretty negatively. Like, what are you doing, right? Right? It was the pressure to perform well.
1: On that one, let's break that one down because I think that's gonna help a lot of people as well that listen to this. Was it people like in your, not like your direct business friends, but those tier two, tier three, or was it the masses who you know, you were less known than maybe some of the other people. And were, was it more about the masses saying, like, why this guy out of anybody? Or was it like that tier two, tier three, tier four circle of people that you interact in business with, like, two times a year, six times a year on a deal saying, like, why you, not me kind of thing? Exactly. Yeah. It
0: was not the masses. Yeah. I could care less. Right. And, and I know. Right. And I love yeah. that. I'd rather yeah. be underestimated. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was about the ones who might have direct effect in yeah, the outer orbit yeah, who sense. would say, yeah. who yeah. are yeah, yeah. inherently resentful. Yeah. Right. So it was <laughs> so it was like, you know, it was all that. Yeah. Also, why are you taking your eye off the ball? What are you doing? Doing here,
1: right. right, right, and
0: feeling. Also, you're a kid from Queens, you know. Right. and you, you know, those you have improved yourself, all and this, all this me, kind yeah. of stuff. So, but interestingly enough, so I'm, I'm in the shower and I'm having this reflective moment. And for those that don't know, I dropped out of high school when I was 16, and and I ended up becoming the mayor's press secretary by the time I was 26. Yeah, we've done
1: this on the podcast before yeah, and other content. Really, like, because I want to stay within the book lean yep. and narrow because we have it on wax. So please, after this, Google Matt Higgins, Gary Vintershick. You'll find you'll find plenty of videos with us. But like,
0: I, I had this moment saying, you've been through all this to get to this point. Now you're going to succumb when you're at yeah, the of precipice. Yeah. Trans- so actually I owe a debt of gratitude to the great poet, Eminem, because I decided <laughs> that I was going to put lose yourself on a loop for two hours. Yeah. And I no did. Shit. I have a video of me in the car. I didn't take it off the entire time until the cameras got rolling. I would say, hello. Hey, Damon, you know, that. and I kept it on a loop because I was like, that guy cool.
1: <laughs> exactly
0: That's cool. and then uh i had a moment in the middle of our taping totally froze and, and mark cuban you know leaned over to me and you could tell it was kind of look a pity <laughs> like, what, like who invited this guy and um it all clicked like wait a second i was like i've done as many deals as anybody yeah, here i've done all this kind of 100%. stuff right and then that 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 little conversation in my head i do a complete 180 i talk about this in a book when it's done gary you could appreciate this I compete for the first deal against Cuban yep. and O'Leary. Yep. I, I win that deal. Yep. And Lori Gouinier turns to me and she's like, Matt, in the history of Shark Tech, no one has come on and walked on the set like they were there from the first day. That's awesome. And when I tell this story, because everybody out there, if you saw the tape, you'd say, oh, he's a natural. I'm not a natural. I want you to know I'm not a natural. Yep. And you don't need to be a natural, but yep. you do need to overcome that voice in your head. That yeah, makes sense. And that's what the book is about.
1: And, and what else is the book about? Like, for, for cool, makes sense. I yep. actually love the way you act. I, I love the concept of hesitation um, because that is you selling yourself in the other direction. What, how'd you, what, what about the title?
0: So the title, so uh, Burn the Boats. Um, yes. From the beginning of recorded history, Anytime you have a military leader and they are outnumbered, you know, 10 to one, and they need to do the impossible, they always use the same language, different, same concepts in different languages, right? Of this idea that um, to get the most out of you, you need to eliminate your escape route and also eliminate your food. So it's in the <laughs> art of war. It says, burn the boats and the cooking pots. Yep. It goes back to the ancient Israelites. It goes back to Caesar crossing the Rubicon. Yep. It goes back to a very bad man Cortez, but he used the same, the same yep. concept, usually attributed to him. This notion that humans perform best when they have no plan B. You've heard this before, but a lot of people don't believe it. When I wanted this statement to be provocative so that 25% of the audience would say, yeah, that's easy to say, but I have mouths to feed or, or, or I have bills well, to pay. Well, that's all it is. Right, right, I mean, so.
1: I would argue that the predominant framework of my content that I put into the world only is responded with stuff like that. Exactly. Easy so, for you, or this and that. 100%, there's, right. There's a framework of excuse. And I always say to the people I most care about, if we go into a deeper conversation about it is, If anyone has ever done it in your circumstance, then this argument is over. If anyone with an alcoholic father has ever succeeded in happiness and business success, well then, this argument is over.
0: I love that you say that because I, one of the problems, you could re- relate to this, now I'm perceived as a guy on Shark Tank. I'm perceived at the end of the journey and not the beginning of the journey. Correct. This book is my attempt to rewind. Let me take you back to that shoebox apartment in Queens, New York, when I am literally eating government cheese, yep. sleeping on a mattress, taking care of my mother. Yep. Let me take you to the moment that I had cancer yep. or that I got divorced, yeah. right? All these different moments that you could say, all right, yeah, I, don't I, could, I don't want that. Yeah. Also, I can relate to that. Sure. And so the, 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 the point being, I am the most paranoid risk-taker you're ever gonna, you know this, Gary, right?
1: Like, (laughs) (laughs) so this is like a really fun podcast because I actually like know, you know. I know. And so burn the boats is not burn the boats with you on it.
0: It's the, the, the point of the book is that um, you should process risk by all means. You need to process risk at the beginning of the journey and say, what's the worst that could possibly happen? Once you've processed risk and synthesized it, then you can go forth fearlessly. It's, I, so I, I my love, paranoia, I love as you know, is yeah. front loaded. Yes. <laughs> right? Yes, But then I go.
1: Yeah, I like that. When don't you go? I was actually gonna just jump into that, you're right. It's all the upfront, and then, you know, once the ink is signed, well then, right? We're going. But I notice, and this is not how you roll, that a lot of people get joy uh, in filling the void or it's their way where they aren't good at that. That even after the deal, you shook on it, you signed it, you started it, you opened the store, that they, they go into Dwell City quickly, often, a month later, we shouldn't have done this. And all the energy goes into we shouldn't have done this because it was a bad 30 days, instead of all that energy you need to make the next 30 days awesome. Is that touched on? The, what do you that, think about that?
0: That is more the point of the book. Interesting, That, that, okay. that, that actually what I'm trying to demonstrate, and there's a lot of uh, academia in the book to prove the point, that the mere contemplation of a plan B or whatever, to, or your escape route, Dramatically reduces the, reduces the probability of be successful. So there's an incredible story out of Wharton, not to get all uh, you know no, science-y, no, but no. from 2014, where they wanted to prove that that uh, uh, you know that, that that idea, and they had you know two groups of you know students going ahead and undertaking an exercise, and all they had to do was think about another way to achieve the result, and they were able to demonstrate a material reduction in not only the likelihood that they would achieve it, but the desire to actually achieve it. So that's why military, str- think about it, makes sense. You're, back, you're about to die, and they harness this idea that you have no escape route. So the boat, the right. reason, because
1: if you can run away from dying, that seems really fun. Right, that'd
0: be great. <laughs>
1: if, you're, if you don't want that to happen, once you realize you can't do that, the only way to do it is to kill everyone else. Right,
0: so the, so the boats, in my case, is not really your escape route, it's the things that recur in your life, internally and externally, that make you revisit whether you should've.
1: Did you, you know, it's funny, did you, you know, one thing my publisher struggles with with me is I wanna make books that aren't timeless. Hmm. Yeah, like my, one of my favorite books is Jab, 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 Right Hook. It was the current state of social media content that worked then. I'm literally, the next book I'm gonna write is Jab, 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 Left Hook because I want to update it because green screen TikTok, green screen and TikTok didn't exist when I wrote that. And they always make fun of me and they, and they always say, look, Crush It did so well because it's more universal. And like, I remember when you were telling me about this book, I'm like, ooh, this is such a universal. Like, yep. this is a book that, can like, did you give that thought? I also, a lot of people who listen to this are more advanced in their careers and thinking about writing a book. Did that even hit your radar is this just a book you want to write? Or were you conscious that like, oh, if this does well, it's doing well 13 years from now because it's a universal message.
0: No, this is this is my attempt to engineer an outcome to write something that endures. There's no question. Yeah, I love because that. Because I believe in this so passionately. So that was a
1: starting point, And then you kind of, you have 13, 15 things just like don't hesitate that you thought through and out of all the things that you think are universal, this is what you zeroed in on.
0: And this is the Was not, there
1: something that was a close second?
0: Oh, that's a great question. Here's a fun yeah. question. Yeah, there was. Well, yeah, give me yeah. the book All right, the that other you book. almost wrote. <laughs> the that book wasn't the, this cuz I know
1: I'm pumped I asked that yeah, question. So
0: the book that I almost wrote would have been called Step Change. Step Change. And it would have and the reason why is that we are socialized or taught to believe or believe for whatever reason that we should always consider inc- incrementalism first. Well, and before I can open the big lemonade business, I first have to have the lemonade stand. And that is a very corrupting thought. We never consider why can't I just go all the way to the top. So, but my bias and your bias is, it's how I ended up at Harvard Business School. I could have taught at Queens College. I love everyone at Queens College, but I said, why can't I be the best? What would it take to be the best?
1: By the way, to your point, there isn't a single time I innovate or ideate for business where I don't, I always call it, and you've heard this a million times this, let's shoot for the moon. And if it doesn't go great, we're gonna end up at the top of the mountain, which is a hell of a lot better than being on the top of this house. Right. I th- it's the only way I can think. Right, and I, I, I one of the best. And I we'll talk about. Some I'm going to write a new book called Step Change. Right, we, let's we'll do it together. Actually, well, actually, well, wouldn't, together. wouldn't it be fun I'm
0: to do a book? You want to do a fun. book with me? Why do not you do a book with
1: me? I'll do a book because I'm, I'm going to make you read it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what? Let's go back to this yeah. real quick. What else will people get out of it? What do you? What's your gut tell you? Andor Tell that. us an okay. anecdotal story from somebody who's already read it in your inner circles that isn't like someone who blindly is going to say this is remarkable because they love you so much and actually gave you an insight to what they consumed.
0: So what you got to pick on my vulnerability? That is my paranoia. The people who are telling me they like it are people who know me. Of course,
1: <laughs> but, that's, that's so, the whole thing. So, so, you, so, what, so what, are you,
0: what are you gonna get? Um, you probably feel the same way too. A lot of the business books, some of them are great. I love Atomic Habits, some of the few other ones. Yep. But I'd say the majority tend to be really redundant. Yep. And they tend to be written as if they're reference books. Yep. Like they're a textbook yes. and people are gonna refer to them. Yes. That The reason why we keep buying the same book over and over again is because it doesn't stick. Right. I set out to buy a book that was a, written like a novel. So the best compliment I've gotten is even my own son, you know, yeah, uh, who who's t- yeah, sat yep. there for five yep. hours and read it all the way. And he he talk, turned to me, he's like, it, it, it reads like truth, which was amazing. That's awesome. So I worked really hard to write a very readable book. Number two, I did case studies that took a lot of effort. There are 50 different people in this book from billionaires to NFL coaches, to my partner, Scarlett Johansson, like all talking about the moment that they had to cross, you know, that barrier and fully commit to their full potential. The number one thing you'll get out of this book is a feeling. Information, great, is the feeling that shit, I can do it. Yeah, I love that. That that emotion, and so, so far, I was, let's just say, out of 20 people, no joke, Gary, at least six different people have come to me and said, your book gave me the conviction and confidence to make radical change. I believe it. It almost makes me pass out. Like, if I (laughs) could, no, seriously, like, This is my life. Like, it's the most important thing I've ever done. I could actually scale that. It makes me like, oh my God. All right, now (laughs) let's go
1: into another thing that's gonna be universal for this audience selling it.
0: Yeah. So, I like that part too. Let's talk about that. Okay.
1: How have you been thinking about it? How's it been going? When's the book come out?
0: book comes out on February 14th, Valentine's Day. Okay. I pretend there's a logic to that. Give yourself <laughs> the gift of love. It's because it the publisher chose a date, falls on, on a, Tuesday. a, it falls it on a on Tuesday. Tuesday. Really irritates how I do me. That? <laughs> yeah, but, but everybody pretend that there's all a reason. Right. <laughs> yeah. So um so selling it. I feel like. Can I tell you why? Do you know
1: the song In the Burning Heart? Or is, or is that the song? I never know words. In the Burning. Oh, that one. It's Burning Heart, right? Yeah. I feel like you should do some sort of piece of social content on Valentine's Day, the heart burning. I feel like you should- (laughs) Will you help me with that? You should do a shirtless workout video reading the book on Valentine's Day morning with the burning heart in the background.
0: So how's it going, you're saying? Yeah, how's (laughs) it (laughs) selling I I, ne- I didn't think I would enjoy it so much because it's turned me to such bottom feeder behavior. <laughs> like I've lost all dignity and I love it <laughs> because I care so much about it and I've never had a product to sell before. Isn't that crazy? We own all these companies together yep, and yep, I own Magnolia yep, Bakery, yep, uh-huh. but they've never been mine. Right, you've this, never had to sell. Right, I bleed in this book. Like, and I put things in there that I, I read, I, I yeah. can't even finish them sometimes. Right? I talk about my mother at the end and I talk about, again, it's not an autobiography. Yeah. So I enjoy it, plus so much ingenuity Engineering went into it. To your point, there were over 400 iterations of that cover. Like
1: on the record, <laughs> I usually just tell somebody on Gary Vee's design team, "Can you design a cover?" I look at him like approved. Dustin, you know that to be true, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Sid no. Would love no the public. Sid!
1: <laughs> yeah, let's get Sid in here. Watch this. But I, I, this will just be a fun moment in the podcast. Sid, Sid, you've been around long enough. What is the normal process of how I do a cover of a book? We okay. So As hundreds of vider, yeah. hundreds of it. iterations does he do? <laughs> I think Gary sees like the second
0: last version of it.
1: <laughs> and how quickly do I usually approve it or make changes?
0: How long you look at it? Ten seconds. And uh,
1: how and what do, usually comes out of my mouth after those ten seconds? The longest tagline ever, and uh, very little changes. Probably <laughs> the last version.
0: It sounds very similar to my process, only the opposite. He had four hundred. Yeah, generations yeah, of this cover. Yeah. 411 to be honest,
1: but <laughs> Oh, and I know it to be by the way, I know it to be true. I got involved. Somehow. <laughs> somehow I was like, got wired in on a text and he's like, I need you immediately. And I was like, What is it? He's like, That's actually true. I A-B tested. I A B tested. What do you think of this? I'm like, I don't fuck. I, I actually put more effort into Matt's cover. That I did in all six <laughs> of my fucking books. That is actually true. Thank you, Sid. Go back to work. Okay.
0: Can I all tell right. you why? Yeah. Four out of five business books are actually still bought at retail. So I looked at right. this as, to, as as bottom no, of the get funnel. It. I get Right. It. So, but real quick on that point, the boat, boats generally, is a metaphor for whatever it is holding you back, right? And a big part premise of the book is uh, the first thing that you start with, the fish rots from the head. What are you carrying around that you haven't dealt with that can make you lighter? And the first thing is to shed your shame. 100%. So the image on the book looks kinda like a like a like a paper boat floating in a bathtub. And to I me, mean, that represents all the things from childhood that tend to hold ah, us back. I like that. And so I talk a lot about my journey to overcome losing my mother and again, it's not an autobiography. the part I love about the book, Adam Gary
1: Grant front cover quote. That's a good one. Well Adam's let's talk let's talk about people.
0: let's talk about engineering yeah. too. So the the back of the the covers the quotes on the back is this is a mock-up. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. Uh David Solomon, CEO yep. of Goldman Sachs, yep. Jay Shetty, mm-hmm. right? Uh Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. uh, Mark Cuban, you know, on and on and on. So I worked it's a huge. couple months because yeah. most people only have endorsements within their vertical and of I course. thought like this I meant this book is meant to appeal to the masses. So maybe it was a little extra around the cover, I admit that. <laughs>
1: No, it's pretty cool. And yeah. what about the selling? What do you think? What did what? What have you learned that people can, you know, take from the selling process? What was harder? What was easier? Um, and obviously, it still hasn't come out well, as of this recording. When do you want me to put this out?
0: Uh, after February fourteenth. I mean, the I mean, day you know of. You,
1: p- you know, the pre-sales count towards the first week sales. Uh, uh, so I know you're published. Agreed. agreed bad but if,
0: but if you look at business books and yeah. people, I want I want all the impressions to hit when people can see it at a bookstore as okay, well. Okay, fine. Not everybody buys so them. we'll put
1: it out. We'll put it out. Do you want me to put out? Of the morning of, Valentine's yeah, that would be, be amazing.
0: Got it. But, but so, in terms of what people would take away, too, I try to articulate a lot of abstract concepts that we all deal with, it, but haven't been able to put your finger on. So, for example, I go through the archetypes of bad leaders. One of them is this idea of a withholder that I'm obsessed with. That person in your life, whether they're a manager who refuses to give you praise because they know you feed on it, because they, they know you're a person who seeks approval, and they un, and they use it to destabilize your self esteem. Interesting. And so, what's great when you write your own book, you can give names to things that don't exist, like. Remember, right. so in college, <laughs> right, right, right. right? So I got to name things, but a lot of things that hold us back, these external obstacles that I think I do a really good job. And then I use these different case studies to illustrate those. And what points.
1: about that, that little scenario? Cause I like that, like, is the book telling people that they should work on themselves so they don't need validation from others or is it, Selling them, look out for these people while you're in the process of getting stronger.
0: Well, look, there, there, there's no new ideas in the universe, no. right? So all I'm trying to do is hold up a mirror and validate that, you know what? What you suspect you're feeling is true. Your I partner, see. your wife or your husband is withholding deliberately yes. your bosses. And two, to the per- people in power, this especially applies to artists. Artists tend to be the ones who are unable to advocate for themselves, especially financially. Yes. And it tends to be the ones who can be yep. destabilized by that treatment. Yep. I think when you're dealing with somebody with artistry, you have an obligation to be their advocate as That's well. Nice. So it's a message to management, but I go through these five different archetypes. The part I'm most I'm proudest of in the book is taking these case studies where people have allowed me to share their very vulnerable raw stories. And I'd love to talk about one, Please. we got a minute. Please. Um, there's my partner, Aiden Kehoe. Yep. And we, uh, we have a cybersecurity business together. Yep. I acquired his business. You know yep. Aiden, right? Yep. Irishman from, yep. you know, he's a bartender. Yep. Keep ends, ends up in all these improbable jobs. Insurance broker then ends up creating a cybersecurity company. We acquired his company. And very quickly I realized that um, Aiden, because he got a big heart uh, and was carrying a lot of trauma, uh, would not deal with conflict with employees. Got it. And so he was not upgrading his staff. And as soon as we took an outside capital, we would have these conversations saying like, Aiden, man, like you gotta make a move here. You gotta make a move there. They're gonna eat you alive, right? So it started accumulating. This always compounds, right? Same way money compounds, problems compound, right? So over time started taking a lot lot of incoming. At the same time, very difficult home situation, a child on the spectrum, just coming from every direction, right? I get a phone call one night from him and he's uh, crying through through the phone, basically saying, hey, Matt, like, I failed you. I am so sorry. Like, I'm out. I'm, I'm gonna res- resign. I don't know if you know this story. No, I don't. Three years in, I'm gonna resign, uh, end of the year. And I said, first of all, what's that noise? In the background, I hear beeping. And he's like, uh, I'm in the hospital. My daughter is getting tested for seizures. Uh, you know, just everything's falling apart. And I was like, first of all, Aiden, I'm perfectly comfortable calling you when it's over. I was like, it's not over, it's just beginning. You're at the moment of capitulation. I was like, you need to hang up the phone. You need to take care of your child right now. And you call me when you're ready to do the work. You know, a few days later, he calls me. Like you could hear it in his voice. He had contemplated the worst case scenario, total failure, company didn't work and had let it go. And the real work began. I'll skip some of the most important details, but he started working with an industrial psychologist that I you know me. Love those yeah, industrial psychologists. I love that shit. No, <laughs> so Matt so,
1: hasn't met an outside consultant. That's not true, a psychologist. No, no, but, but but actually this is a strength of yours. This is a weakness of mine. Mm-hmm. You know me, I'm like the reverse. No, you're right. You're like, I'm get like away from my, my head. Cocoon. Get I'm, out of my head. I'm in my cocoon. Yeah. I can barely speak to AJ and you or anybody. <laughs> I don't so speak true. to anybody. Thank God
0: I don't hold you accountable for anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would be dead.
0: Like, How does your partnership work? It's like I don't have a vote. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so,
0: so, so, but this is how amazing it no, is. I,
1: you know, it's funny. I think a lot about investors, and I think about value add, yeah. right? And I do think that one of the strengths you have is-
0: Take you as you come. Right? Well,
1: that for damn, with me for damn sure. Right. I can't speak how you've made, like, yeah. no, you, you know. It's it, all different. You're right? just like, but it's also like, people always ask me like family business questions. They're like, how do I get my dad? You got your dad, your dad. I was like, cool, my dad who I give my dad, Sasha, the most credit. He gave me tons of room. But it came because he watched. When I was 15, when you're fucking 15 years old and you look nine, and your father says to you, there's 50 cases of this thing over here that's not selling, and then he's downstairs, do, like he ran the business from his office, he did his, all his meetings, and he comes upstairs at like four hours later to check on the floor, and like 11 of the cases are gone, you're gonna start building confidence. You know, what I think you do well is, you watched, you know, you invested, what year did you you and Steve invest God, in I feel data? like it was 2015. Right? right? So, like, you guys, like, in the, you watched, and very quickly you're like, okay, good. Like this yeah. guy can do it, and you took your energy. It's what I do with my. But I think like actually,
0: I think it gives me too much credit because there were moments when I would also like question, hey, Gary, why aren't you talking about yourself as a business person? Remember I give you that little speech? Yep. You're always, you know, you're, not, you're underrepresenting just what oh, a business yes. you have built. Yeah, that's but your you're favorite. always nice about yeah. it. You're like, that's interesting, Matt. Yeah, I'll do more LinkedIn <laughs> posts. You're, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But uh, it's great, <laughs> so. You no, know, but I
1: think, you know, I really do think of value add and I do think you, as an investor, do what I do as an operator, which is, you, you play every scenario different. You know, I've That's met true. so many of your investments through the years randomly, sometimes at like things that we're together at and other times just like at an airport. And you know, like my experience is different than other people's and I always laugh, I never say it to them, but we're kind of going transparent here on the thing. They're like, hey, you know, like Matt is, you know, like checks in a lot of me, like, right. you know, like, and, yeah, I'm, right, and, right. and my brain goes to, you need it.
0: I know. That's it's, like where my brain
1: went to because I know that you, you don't do opposite. that with me. Thus, it. By the way, it's the same thing I do in my company now with divisions and offices, and there's eight or nine Vayner X companies, and then there's the Vayner things that are outside, Watt and Sports. Like you know, like I only you know when you're at the levels that we're playing at, you're putting your finger in the holes that have the issue. Back to boats, right? If, right. If, like if, I don't want to if get Lisa involved. Lisa Buckley, I'll give her some roses if she's crushing in L.A. I, have, like, I, I don't know, I don't need to necessarily like look at it. I don't have to put my finger in there.
0: Well, so you don't want to, because you're not self-aggrandizing, but right? what I
1: think you do yeah, well, no. that I'm trying to do better is, I go so macro that I'm like, it's all good, but if you can help it better, and in this scenario, it was, an, it was something that wasn't working as well, but like you're very good at bringing outside energy. It's not just capital, it's like, and it's not just like, you, you tend to match people up. Yeah. It's a strength of yours, and that's what you did in that scenario. Well, 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 I,
0: well, I, I, and I wonder
1: if that ties back to this book, which is like, if you're hesitating, what energy, Like, it makes sense that you can't figure it out yourself. Well, not only that.
0: Um, Lean self, on something or someone. Self awareness is the greatest single arbitrage professionally and personally. It's entirely within your control. 100%. So, in a situation like that, and I do do this how, well, how I create space for how, somebody to eliminate their excuse because I'm sharing all these details, 100%. right? Like you're okay. Let me just tell you the Aiden story, real quick. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Please. No, I was just yeah, summarize. I was excited. But about it. No, the bottom line is he does all this incredible self work and he goes through this process um, with the industrial psychologist. And it's a very uncomfortable process because somebody's holding up a mirror to you and they also have a PhD. So, there were, there were, there were 95 Accurate, and there are things you thought you were concealing. He gets the report, right? You know, Detailing all his issues. And we're in this meeting and um, he says, excuse me for a second. He walks out of the room, goes into the room next to it. He's at a staff meeting. He said, here, read this report. You can pass it all around because you already know everything about me and I have a lot of work to do. He made a single decision. He was no longer gonna work on concealing. He was gonna do a 180 and create a culture of total transparency. In, in probably about 19 months, turned the whole business around and had a massive nine-figure exit, what could have been a, a zero. zero. And so to me, I, I, to me, that story illustrates the power of self-awareness, if you just choose to look within. And again, the whole book is not about that, obviously, but it starts there, as, as, as you know. Um, but anyway, that's the-, the, the
1: what, what else do you want people to know about this book? Or a story in it, or anything like. I want to go a little more meat and potatoes. If there's anything,
0: yeah, no, I, 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 what I want you to know is that it would probably be pretty hard for you to look through this book and not see some see some reflection of what you're going through right now, or somebody that you admire. Particularly, um, I worked really hard to profile. Um, women entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. because my background has been populated by strong women. Of course, you know, obviously my mother, but yes. but but all the mentors I've had in my life, my yep. wife has unlocked my entire success. And so, yes. so the first entrepreneur you encounter in this book is a woman, and the last one you encounter oh, in fun. this book. And so, I'm really proud of the way. And yep. again, not in a in a lecturing right, way. Or, or, yeah, no. no more it's in a celebrating the like the, 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 truth. Truth. It's it's the truth. truth. It's a truth. This isn't I've like always said this. right. Like, isn't it funny? It's such when a weird
1: people talk about i or this. I'm like. It's like, just the it reality. About, remember right? early in the podcast, I'm like, if anyone looks like you and your situation, and mate, like, there's unlimited stories of people that are not white men that have built iconic business. Like, it's silly. It's silly talk. Yeah. It's silly talk. Matt, to make this very contextual to this audience, using me as a proxy and will help people. When you, when you, because how many investments have you and Steve done together? I, I don't even know. I, I know, but like, we're like talking about hundreds, Hundreds right? of millions yeah. of dollars. No, that I know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, hundreds, hundreds, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so think about this, everyone. I want you to hear this. Let's use me, and then I'm gonna use maybe one or two other of your entrepreneurs, because I think this may help. Maybe using the framework of the book, maybe not, because it's a general podcast. We have established that everybody needs to buy a ton of books. Uh, Please. Um, if I wasn't me, and I'm doing this podcast, and I said, I want you to analyze the entrepreneurs that you've backed. What is what is different about Gary Vaynerchuk's operation style that you think is different than what you see across your investments and what's common? Then like, we're gonna play this game with other people besides me, but I, I wanna make that. it fun with my audience. Okay. If somebody said to you, like, what is the biggest single thing or things that Gary operates in what currencies, styles, things like what what stands out that's super different? Because I think if when we do this with a couple others, it may give some people some themes to lean into their differences. Because I think leaning into the things that make you unique are actually places of confidence to not hedge.
0: Agree. So this you, is how I'm tying you, really it. F- All right. in. What, so what do you I, think
1: I, I do? Forget I do plenty of things well and not well, like other entrepreneurs, and some of those things that I do well are similar to Jesse and others that you've invested in. But what do you think is uniquely different? about how I do things from what you've seen, because you've seen a fucking a lot.
0: Yeah. Let me tell you what popped into my head immediately. Yep. Two words. Structural integrity. You are constructed with perfect integrity because you are authentic and everything about you is there's nothing in conflict inside of yourself. You sleep eight hours, <laughs> you you have your things that you you put out. Yep. You you, you have no shame because yep. you have nothing to hide. Yep. And as a result, you're able to move effortlessly. toward. I mean, I, I envy it, right? I was like, I wish I could be so self-possessed. Like, and I don't know anyone else who possesses that uh, in the empire, including myself. So that's the number. And I think it's a big reason for your success. We have this conversation all the time. Like, Gary, does this stress you out? You're like, no, <laughs> I asked you something the other day. You're like, you know what he said to me? I love it. And I talked to my wife about this. And sometimes talking to you is like taking a warm bath, like Epsom salt. <laughs> I, you, I was neurotic about something as I often am. And, and, and you said, Matt, no, because I'm a good person. And I was like, yeah, can't argue with that. And so yeah. structural integrity, cool. and when you have that, you're able to move in, the, in, in one direction.
1: Let's go into your portfolio because you're gonna know better than I do. Give me the, another person that you can bring up, tell us their business, and tell, them, tell us what makes her or him their unique thing that's different than the rest. Oh, I love that.
0: Um, Christina Tosi. Yes, Um Christina, well, Christina Tosi, when you interact with her, you, you give know, everybody, give oh, everybody. sorry guys, everyone out there, Christina Tosi is the founder of Milk Bar. Right, great, yeah. great dessert yeah. brand, yeah. and an amazing human being. When you are with her, you know that she is rooting for you to be successful. There That's isn't nice. an ounce of her that feels like she wins by you lo- by you losing.
1: So she's an oh, one of my favorite things. She's a big. Cheering for everyone to build the biggest building they can build has very little energy to tearing any other building down. Yeah, yeah, nice. And
0: then again, even her competitors, uh, one hundred percent. And 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 back to the point of like understanding. That's cool. And I do have a philosophy. You know this. You take your founders and you take people as they come and you try to amplify their positives and help them mitigate their downsides, but not. And I always say, are you somebody who pokes holes or plugs holes? Do you poke at a hole, poke at a like vulnerability, that. or do you try to plug like it? So her, her skill now, at the same time, she's also a really good person, she's a creative. Mm-hmm. And so you, at the same time, wouldn't expect her to be perfectly at ease with conflict. And you know, in situations where there's potentially a you know volatile, toxic yep. person, like you gotta help somebody work through those situations. So there's- I got
1: there's, a good uh, one. Okay. Without naming names, okay. and you might not even wanna go too deep into the details, yeah. cause it might expose it. No, and- I'm sure
0: I, cover, I covered the archetypes in the book, so well, I'm sure. Yeah, so
1: tell me an example of, through these years of investing, what, cause I think this will be fun for the audience, what was the blind spot for you? I- I'll give you mine real fast. Uh, I came out the gate hot, Facebook, Twitter, you know this, a lot of what we did our fund on was how well my stuff looked. When I look back, I somewhere early on veered away from judging the operator and judging the idea and was making pretend I was gonna operate it and could see it succeed if I had operated it and at that point I didn't understand how much better of an operator I was than the masses and I didn't realize how much that was actually the variable, not just the idea, Was the idea was genuinely always important, but actually a 1B to the operator because you could kill any good idea. Facebook, Google, Uber all could have died if the operator wasn't right and did die before those things, they were built before. No new ideas, Friendster is Facebook. Like, you know, like so, What was yours? If you look back at your first half decade, or even right now, what's the cliche thing that gets you fucked up? As like, you'll make a bet, and you're like, "Fuck that same theme." Or and you probably plugged it at this point because you've been deploying capital, real capital for a long time. But what was it?
0: I was gonna use yours, so I won't use yours because you just is is it the same? It is number one, so I'll give you number two.
1: By the way, everyone should take note of that. Yeah,
0: that that that, it's a cliche. It's always the it's always the jockey. We tend to reject the cliches because we want to break new ground. There is no no. No ground to break. We've been around for everybody a long time. at home.
1: That's not a investor. This is true in hiring too. Yeah, for everybody who's hiring someone, you you can you know what they would like. You know what they should do, and you just like the person. You haven't figured out if they're capable of doing it. Right. So bring that into your search. I also system. believe,
0: by the way, when you do a search and you land on your number one, and if you can't get your number one, you should abandon the whole search and start over again, because those are the There's best. There's a
1: reason you didn't like your number two. Exactly. The mm-hmm. best
0: decisions are relative I decisions, like but that. I'm going to do my number two since you took number one. Number one is, you know, it mm-hmm. is about the jockey. Mm-hmm. It's a damn cliche, mm-hmm. but it's 100% due. And a hundred percent too. And a, weak, um, a a weak jockey will never be able to, even Ever. if they have a great idea, Ever. right? But the flip side is true. A great jockey can eclipse a bad idea because they'll iterate through it. But number two is, um and I've totally done a pivot on this. Opportunity cost is now my ah, first thought. I always say, when yeah. I write this check, I'm not investing, I'm getting a new job. Yeah. And I have to ask myself, three years to five years from now, can will, this, give, will this be can worth I it? Can I give you a real one? Yeah, yeah give me a real
1: Outside one. Outside of our network, of, yeah. you know, cause we had a fund, then we had a gap, and then yeah. we had a fund. I did a personal investment, this weird up the other day. Personal investment, wrote a fairly big check for me in my personal investment realm. Team comes to me, Phil included. And says, hey, you own 17% of this company, and the company's like about to die, but your personal brand can actually help it again. And I said, No. I said, I don't, I don't wanna run the business. I have you know how many businesses I run? I didn't sign up for a rescue mission. And so like that's where you know, like, and I'm in a unique spot. On top of everything else, because I have a platform that can bring awareness. And so Yeah, you that can makes change a, that, you can change that, the yeah, outcome and yeah. And like but like but then what am I doing? Like like yeah. you know, like not that I want that investment to fail. But, 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 here's but the opportunity point. costs are a problem.
0: But also knowing, so let's take that one step further. Opportunity cost is a problem for anyone, which we don't focus enough on, but it's really a problem for somebody who acts like the Marines, they leave no man or woman behind. Because that means that when you're confronted with a situation yeah. like you and I are, yeah. I refuse to let things die. So now I pay an even double tax because yeah, of my 100%. behavior. So now I force Forecast future behavior. At least try to do better and say, one, do I'm going to care about it yeah, in three years? And two, sense. am I going to die trying to save it and makes try to sense, try brother. to avoid? Because I know things.
1: some of your trials and tribulations. That makes that's a good one. Yeah, it's a opportunity good one. cost is real as fuck. What's your number three? <sighs> two, you know, I don't tend to play too early. I think the NFT stuff was like that. We just did a lot of investing in. I knew that it was Web ninety six ninety seven. I think. I think trying to figure out which ones are gonna make it through this. Like right now I'm enjoying the Friends thing. I don't know if I've enjoyed something more than what is the meetings I'm having about VFriends right now. The only thing right that
0: now. annoys me with this whole thing is I wish you had just told me like, Matt, do crypto punks. Instead you like, had me do millions of dollars. Don't you even be st- a dick.
1: <laughs> By the way, he's being a dick, everyone. <laughs> I put- Why
0: would like, you let me do all these stupid like-
1: I can't control you. No, that's fair. You're a maniac. <laughs> <doc. laughs> that's not true. By the way, do you know how enjoyable it is every 24 or 36 months or so? But, but do to I get not a minute though? To, well, this is where I'm okay. going. Do you know how enjoyable it is every 24 <laughs> to 36 months to get a text from you? Can you call me? And I usually think it's important. Matt, he's like, you were right again. Like, Because you know, really, <laughs> I like you, to hold you, myself you, accountable. You give, me, you give me roses. Right, right. And, right. I, and I'm, you know this about me. My, I tend not to be wrong because I'm petrified of it.
0: Yeah, you are. And you so are I actually. Do, I don't do. Yeah, it's a lot funny. Of People stuff. always say like, "Oh, Gary is like kind of like a gunslinger." I was like, "Are you kidding?" He's so way no more risk averse than I am. I, you're not paranoid, but you also are more measured. Actually, I really
1: am. I'm loud and chaotic as a communicator. But to your point, you know the truth. People would be f- stunned. Yeah, if like, they looked at the math,
0: they would think it would be reversed. I'm the guy with the jacket 100%. on. You know, but you're the one who takes so much. Only you know.
1: because it's like. I just don't want to be wrong. <laughs> you really like, don't. I really don't. Yeah,
0: You're more comp- way more competitive than I am. You actually are yes. way more competitive. I'm actually, right. I'm actually lost in my head and I'm actually not competitive with the outside world. No, you're anyway, playing with, in, I'm yeah. Playing, uh-huh. I'm
1: playing with my thoughts, so. Um, we got a few minutes. What what didn't we touch on? Oh, actually, we didn't talk about this. Okay. Um, did you end up doing the packages?
0: I did end up doing the, so, so context, everybody, let me. Yeah, yeah.
1: Everybody, as many of you know, because you've done this, Through the years, I've had a lot of success in like, if you buy a hundred books of this, you get that. If you buy a thousand books, of my book, you get that, because I always want my books to do well, I want to get them out there. When Matt called me, he's like, hey, you've been fairly successful in this genre. Like, what's the story? I'm like, hey, I really think the packages, especially you, because I know so many people, I get emails, hey, can I pitch Matt a business for 15 minutes? I'm like, you might be able to do like a buy 50 books and get to pitch a shark, like it felt very real to me. So did you end up getting to do packages or did you not do packages? So yes
0: and no. Okay. I, I followed your advice, which was brilliant, which yep. was create the packages yep. and they're amazing, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, their wallpaper and eye candy. Uh, I, I didn't find an effective way to try to push them because the difference Does between it, you and I- Is you, it still real? Um, it exists, but you, you-
1: Well, we can do it right now. Well, do you, yeah, it, yeah it, So yeah. Where, do, where do people I, I would go?
0: Say, I would say the most, go to, oh, burntheboatsbook.com. Uh, and you'll
1: be able to find packages on there you'll your be able use, to find like, packages. and slash the, packages? Or yeah, yeah, they're right. But no, not just packages, you yeah. <laughs> know, one <what they laughs> <laughs> So but, let's go to that, burnthebooks.com. Burntheboatsbook, definitely don't burn the books. Right. What is what are the packages? Do you remember? I would say the
0: ones that are are, are most useful or yep. interesting are Pitch a Shark because everyone always wants to go. How ahead and many get books that? At a time. I can't remember. Okay, I'm so pull say it's like pull it up? fifty books. I'm no, pull up while you're talking. Keep okay. talking. Okay. So so um that, that one I think is you know I so a, you did do it. I did do it. And my thinking was, even if uh, I didn't work hard to push those packages, I love checking every box, as you know, right? I don't want to look back and say, I didn't burn the boats and run every tactic. But I, to be honest, Gary, I enjoyed the act of going to my relationships and saying, I've I've put 47 years of my heart and soul into this. Like, please buy buy it because I've never asked you. Is it under bonuses? Um, Yes. Okay,
1: here we go. Here's what you ended up doing. Five books. Invite the VIP Burn the Books webinar.
0: Um, to the audience, Gary's about to find out that one of those packages involves Gary. Yeah, I see
1: my picture and I'm like. <laughs> I, I'm in it.
0: Oh, hey, Gary, can you do a package?
1: <laughs> what is this, Matt? Did I, did I sign up for yeah, this? Yeah, 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 you're, like
0: you're doing like a whole Invite course. to the be, VIP. Don't worry about it. please
1: stop. What is this? <laughs> so, All right, uh, I'm, I'm in it. 25 uh, bucks. join Matt and Christina Tosi for a virtual baking tutorial.
0: Very good, right? Pretty cool. Very cheap. Yeah, for her. Yeah, So they'll go back up. to go to the Hold Dolphins. On, on, on. 50, go to the Dolphins. Teach a shark
1: live, one-on-one zoom with Matt. Yeah, that's
0: probably the most valuable. That's the right, that's
1: gonna get the most. Yep. <laughs> that's what's gonna happen here. Just yeah, the exactly. preview because that's really obviously very real. One hundred and fifty. Take take your team through a business case live with Magnolia. Very interesting. Yeah. So, like, that's consulting. That's consulting. I like it. Right. One hundred and fifty. Cheap. Five hundred bucks. The ultimate NFL experience. Join Matt and the piece of shit. Miami Dolphins, in Miami, want to live out your football. Matt will host up to four guests in a once in a lifetime, tailing in 72 club, field passes. <laughs> Dolphin <laughs> fans, def, definitely see. check this out, because I know what the cost on it. Day of Deep Sea Fishing yeah, with Matt. Because you know how much I love fishing, Brooks, right? I do.
0: right? Gary and Very I have cool. gone fishing yep. outside the Statue of Liberty. Remember that?
1: Matt's Big Apple Day. 1,000 books. Join Matt for an afternoon and evening adventure in New York, starting with a helicopter ride over the I was going to build that
0: to you, by the way. The Wait, I'm in
1: this too. Yeah, including yeah. Well, including a Hudson Yards well, for me with Gary. <laughs>
0: well, it's our helicopter. <laughs> 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 yeah, basically my, my, my strategy is just to... Take you. You literally. They leverage you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You.
1: You took it very literally. But I was going to wait till it worked. Packages like me. Not put me in the. But then
0: once they were successful, then I would ask you to do it. (laughs) Burning the boats. <laughs>
1: so. I am dying right now.
0: <laughs> well, everyone check out burntheboatsbook.com. I think Pitch the Shark is probably, probably the most valuable because yeah, I think hybrid. in 15 minutes is all I need to change the trajectory of no. your life. And and I really and I feel great about it, I love doing it. And so that's probably the one that I'm, I'm most well, excited about. Well, listen, everybody,
1: about. we're gonna wrap up like, with an actual left hook. Um, you know, one thing I do for my friends, is because I have a bunch of employees is buy a bunch of books put them in the hallway so anybody you know who has got a company with 10 or 12 or 19 employees by the way, I know Matt. He's a he's a sucker because I'm a sucker because I'm in every package. I'm sure if you come up with your own package and email him and say, "Hey, will you talk to the whole company?" You got 113 employees. they'll all buy, well, I'll buy no 113 books. Like he's trickable. Is all I'm trying oh, to tell. Sure. I'm trying to give my yeah. audience value since you took all the value out of me. there. All right, burn the books. Yes.
0: Wait, wait before you Please. go because uh, you're here, yes. and, and and all my friends out there uh, yes. uh, uh, in the metaverse would be upset if I didn't ask you. You know, have gone really deep into the ENS, right? The naming yeah, you're system. A, you're a huge. Janet. I know, but you know how everyone's bothering you on Twitter and now, yes, I, now I have to bother you on this podcast, yes. whatever. I, the, 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 I to,
1: you know, we blew it. I told you and AJ that over the holidays, hit me up, we'll do like two did. hours and we didn't do it. I thought instead, you were placating me. No, instead you hit me up and we did like an hour on the book. That's fair. Oh, so now you <laughs> <talking. laughs> <laughs> so all the ENS people just so you know he sold you out for his own book did you know that that, that, that was I, a misdirection listen, I'm really, play I'm really excited about the ENS thing I'm just so fucking busy back to like you know what we talked about but you know camera. what I bought,
0: I bought for you something I bought a name for you that I'm waiting for it for you to receive all right, it now, I, now, I'm now going that.
1: to make a commitment to get educated here and understand why everyone is as passionate about it I'm aware that everyone believes this is the big space I just have not done my own homework you know I love to do my own homework I, I will I'll have you and AJ Thank help you. me I look forward to that we'll do that in February I have okay book launches. Back to my book plug. Please buy the book, everyone. (laughs) Burntheboatsbook.com is where you should all go. Uh, The book is actually out today because we are, we recorded this in late January and we're publishing it on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Matt, I love you. I love you. Can
0: I have the last word, Gary? You're, you're everybody asks me all this all the time. What's Gary really like? Gary really is like everything you perceive about Gary. That you are the most pure form of a person and you take a lot of heat and a lot of questions. You know, there's always haters and <laughs> all this bullshit out there. Uh, I, I'm always in awe of um just how much integrity you have. And you, and, and I do, I'd like to, I'd love to be around people that I can learn from and make me think how I could be better. You are that person for me. That's so very there.
1: humbling. Thank you, brother. Love right. you. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That was awesome. That was awesome. That was really good.